just living my life, just living my life, just living my life. Just living my life, just living my life, just living my life. It's my time. Just living my life, just living my life, just living my life. It's my time. Just living my life, just living my life, just living my life. It's my time. I came from Philly, then I moved to Harrisburg. That time in Cali, blowing on the rarest herb. Made some bread, was a manager then. Good at dealing with people, couldn't handle the ten. Money having scrambling, like Randall back then. Ups and downs with my chick, hold the hands in the man What's the dough really mean without family and love? Still go for your dreams, but put family above All the shallow shit, people try to take you off your path You don't allow that shit Stop wanting love from those that don't know you Appreciate your folks that seen what you go through Why would I stop? I don't even know how Papa Zan, that's the only way I slow down I could entertain y'all, but I'm no clown Puffin' puff on the L till it blows down Just living my life, just living my life, just living my life Hey everyone, Anthony here with Interviews with Everyday People, sitting down with Tyler from Condition Oakland. We're going to have some fun here, talk, get to know him a little bit, find out about the, the band and how it came about. Um, the rest of the band's not here today, but we'll have them on another time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, this was attempt two, the first time, what was it, something, you guys just got back from like uh, doing a I, gig or something was going on where you weren't able to make it? I don't know. I thought, I thought you rescheduled. That's what it was. Okay. You're right. You're 100% right. I okay. rescheduled. I think, what the hell happened? Yeah, I rescheduled. I don't remember what happened. But yeah, take two. My yeah. fault. Sorry no about problem. that. <laughs> no problem. I, uh, yeah, there's a lot going on. I that just booked, that like, weekend we were recording, though, so it was probably yeah. good. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I just booked like 13 shows it's all right. today for like two months, so I'm really, <laughs> I'm like all over the place. But um, yeah, man, so thank you for, for coming on. No problem. How did you, uh, did you, you heard of, uh, I'm sorry, you heard of us through um, Ted. Ted was on the show. Yes. And Ted's the guitarist of the band. Yeah, he's the second guitarist. The second guitarist, yeah. Yeah, so he does like all the leads and stuff. Cool, cool. Now. So uh, have you had a chance to see anything from the show? Or, I like, didn't. Not yet? No, I'm like the worst at like, checking okay. out podcasts, I'll be <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> now you got you got to play um, a show recently I've seen uh, for Timmy. Timmy's going to be back on the show. He's like going on his fourth ep- appearance. I don't oh, know, really? Tim's awesome, man. Yeah. He's such an awesome guy. Um, but he's coming back on soon, but I seen him at his birth, your birthday show, or his birthday show that you played at, mm-hmm. at, at Prest, and then I seen you later on that night at um, Strikers, when uh-huh. you played with uh, No Rain Checks. Yeah. I love those kids, man. Oh, yeah, they're they're great. Yeah, super young, and uh, they, they bring it. They do. <laughs> they do. That bacon suit's intense. Yeah, that's <laughs> Austin. Austin helps us with our wrestling show. Okay. Yeah, so uh, we'll have some fun here, because we were talking before the cameras were on about Ninja Turtles and pro wrestling and yeah. toys, so I'm sure we'll go on weird side tangents. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so where did where did you grow up at? I grew up in Ashland. So just always in Ashland. Yeah. What, what year would you have graduated? So, or was, did you graduate? Or sorry, what it, year did you graduate? I graduated in 07. I was supposed to graduate in 06. Okay. But if I remember correctly, when I got my job at Kmart, it said that I graduated in an 06 still. Okay. So it's it's a weird gray area, but yeah. I I left North Schuylkill in 07. Yeah. <laughs> did you uh did you go with the Stifes, Johnny and Adam? You yeah, know, yeah, they're, we're related actually. So am I. With I'm related to them as oh, well. Oh, really? Are you related on the Stife on the on the Stife side? I'm related on my mom's side, and that's as far as I know. What's your mom's maiden? Um, she Hefner. Hefner. Yeah. Hmm. 
I wonder how. I wonder if it's I on think, the Stife side. I think it is. Because we have, I have a uh, um, like a connection with. Um, I want to say the Weichel. No, is it the Weichels? Not the Weichels. I know the Weichels. I'm not related to the Weichels. Who were? I forget the name now. My my grandmother's sister has a, a whole bunch of kids from in Gerardville. Um, but yeah, so like we're we're on the McHale side. So like his grandmother, my mother, grandmother, like we're first cousins. Okay. Me, Johnny, and Adam, and and Jill. Oh yeah, I yeah. think I'm like, like it's somehow with my grandfather. Yeah. Like I think like somebody was somebody's brother or uncle or something. Yeah, I don't know. Something. I'm re- like I'm really County. yeah. It's Google <laughs> County. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it's 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 definitely School County. But yeah, Johnny just got married. I heard. Yeah, it was heard. awesome. It was really fun. That's their wedding invitation right there. Oh. Look at his bald head. He used to have really long hair. Remember that? I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, and now he's bald. Hi, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Still, I love you, brother. The wedding was beautiful, man. It was awesome. But yeah, I got, I got to find that out, how like that family tree thing works out. Yeah. Through through your grandfather. I wonder. I, it's probably his, it has to be his type side. I mean, it could be. I think it's his type side. It could be the other way, too, because like I said, I don't really know my mom's side, like her grandmother's my grandmother's because she was like a kid, bunch of kids came out of that whole thing okay yeah the the my mom's side was like litters of kids oh wow yeah, my, my my grandmother had like seven her her parents had like five or four or something it's out of control there's babies everywhere yeah yeah my cousins are going through that now like yeah. there's just like there's there's like a new kid oh is like, everyone i was like when's it your turn i get that all the time no not not so much no <laughs> yeah I don't. they kind of know like i do rock and roll and that's my thing <laughs> <laughs> you're like i might have some out there i don't know maybe <laughs> <laughs> now were you always involved in music um i mean since I was probably like sixteen, seventeen. Cool. Who were who some of your were your were your hangout buddies in the area? Um, there's some amazing musicians in our area. Yeah. So, I'd say like my introduction to like what I would consider like the the local scene or whatever is I started going down to the shows in Tamaqua at the Mon Building, and um, like so then. When they they were doing that, I guess since like the '90s or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and then you know like we got older, and then we were like when we were like 16, 17, we were like, oh crap, you can just like like MySpace was a thing, mm-hmm. like you can just message a band and they might come play your garage. Yeah. So then we started doing that, and then that kind of evolved into this whole thing, and then it was weird because like. The Frackville Ashland area had like this connection to Tamaqua sent mm-hmm. until when we were in high school. And not until I graduated did we realize that there was like that whole like metal scene down in Pottsville. So like for the longest time, like we didn't even know that there was like kids in guitars with, with guitars down in Pottsville. Yeah. And then I guess when like, you know, paths started crossing and that's eventually I think when we I was like 20 or 21 like i started like that's when i started playing with like eddie's band and stuff Mm -hmm. so like what band was that that when they were in now the city okay yeah and that was like the first couple years of like like condition oakland when when we started that yeah is when we started like you know like realizing like they had a scene and stuff too yeah my cousin jimmy was a drummer jimmy barrett i don't know him um i don't know if it's jimmy but and then he (laughs) he was friends growing up with like kev kesok Okay. Who ended up playing with Cyanide. Yeah. And then um, 
who is this? What the, the only other guy I knew that was like a big musician when I was at North because I went to North School for like two years, so I was like a year ahead of you. Okay, I, I would have. I graduated oh five. Yeah, but I ended up graduating in Monte area, so I was only a year or two ahead of you. But um, they, I don't remember his name now. He lives literally right down the street, and they called him Slayer. He was a drummer. Oh, I forget his name now though. Oh my god! Yeah. Like Shane Flail was like, yeah. like, like um, yeah. one of the one of the dudes that like his band and like my old band like we used to play together all the time. Mm-hmm. When which we band were, was that? When he was in a romance at short notice. Okay. So like we did a bunch of like like fire hall shows together and everything. Yeah. And then he went on to another band I never got to see Tusco. Yeah, 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 Tusco ripped. I never seen it, man. I was oh, so bummed. It was so good. Yeah. It was so good. The uh, the introduction to my going to show music scene. So I had like a two parter. My first one was I went to go see Randy, um, who's now who's in Headplug, but now he's in Face Got a Driver. Mm-hmm. Randolph Schultz. Um, I went to see him with Headplug, and then my cousin was like, "Hey, we." He was tattooing me, and I'm sitting across this guy who's getting his whole neck tattooed. And I was just like, dude, you're a fucking psycho. And he just, me and him were just laughing and hanging out and talking the whole time. We're getting tattooed. And he's like, he's like, we're talking like everything. And he's like, yeah, I, I used to pro wrestle. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, so he showed me these videos of him pro wrestling. And I was like, that's crazy, man. And he's like, also, I, I'm in a band. I like, I'm in a, like a scream singer. And I was like, really? Huh. He's like, yeah. So he showed me all these videos. He's like, you have to come see my band. So my cousin Brian, um, I was like, yeah, we'll go see their band in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, his band was called Cyanide Sunrise. And okay. It was Jaybird. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, and then uh, I met Cantwell, and then all those guys, and then just that show alone just opened up the doors like like a floodgate. And that like, like that music scene is like a giant family, man. Like, yeah, it's a bunch of really cool people in it. Yeah, it was weird. There's like for the longest time, and I mean maybe there wasn't, but like so, kind of what we were doing was like dare i say like more in the like the diy vein of it mm-hmm. so like it, it, it's really weird to look back and realize like dude i was 16 and doing door deals with bands from jersey yeah <laughs> but like just like like these bands would hit you up on myspace like like i i was on my third show and then like bands from new jersey were like yo like we need this date and i was like uh, okay, I'll, I'll see if I can get the fire hall. It's like whatever, and they're like, yeah, like you know, like if we could get some cash or whatever. So like, you're learning like marketing and promoting, and mm-hmm. like you like you have to realize like the flyers have to like start looking good. Mm-hmm. Like you just can't like like we used to do like a bunch of hand drawn flyers, and like like the one lady who um at the high school used to let me use the photocopier. So, like, she'd be like, oh, like, how many do you need? We'd be like, oh, I need, like, 100 flyers to, like... And we'd be, like, going to, like, Reading mm-hmm. Mall, like, the mall on Friday that we didn't have a show and, like, handing out flyers trying to get people from Reading to drive, like, up to Schuylkill County to see these bands. Did it ever work out? It did work out. Yeah? That's yeah, awesome. It, it was it was weird. It was, like, there's, like, I don't know, there's weird little veins that, like... But, like I said, like... And then, like, for somehow, though, like, completely missed, like, that Pottsville crowd. Mm-hmm. And... I, I mean, not not for any bad reason. It's just like it wasn't the same kind of show. Like you weren't like you were already handing flyers out of the Schuylkill Mall, so you were like, oh, no one like no one from like same people go to the other mall. Well, we had the Schuylkill Mall. And we felt like we were the shit, and the Potsdam Mall <laughs> sucked. We're like, I'm not going to that mall. There's like three stores in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're the one that's still standing. <laughs> yeah. So. And they, yeah. And they got the coals. <laughs> yeah. And they and they won. Yeah. Yeah. We had all that. It was just like, yeah, we're shutting down. And like, oh, cool. The shitty mall won. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We used to make fun of them, like Potsdam and Schuylkill Havens Mall, dog shit. And yeah. Yeah. Both still there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're a factory now. Yeah. That, which is like almost done. Did you see the photos of that? I didn't see the photos. Like almost done. That's crazy. I mean, probably not ready for like production yet. But yeah. It's like the what? roof's pretty much almost put on it. 
That's so weird. Yeah, it went so quick. Um, yeah, so uh, did you do like the Roller shows and stuff? Like Roller um, was popular at some point? Like not... I think we caught like the tail end of the Roller Roost. Mm-hmm. Like, like I did... I did a show there. It was a solo show and it was super weird. It was like... Like not... We- weird in a good way. Um, so it was just like heavy bands like not even screamo bands like like just heavy like mm-hmm. like like hate breed sepultura heavy like just like beat down <laughs> like, hardcore in exile yeah <laughs> like like and then i was like they were like oh yeah you're you're playing last and i was okay and i like i got out my acoustic guitar and i was like sup i'm like i'm apologize for all the bands not being as heavy as me and everyone got the joke and they all sat around indian style and it was really nice mm-hmm. and i was like all right, cool. Everyone stayed. Yeah. I was like, these kids are all right. So yeah, that's such a fun scene up there, man. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so um, how did you come across? How, how did the condition Oakland come about? So I was in a pop punk band. Said pop punk band broke up, and then I was like, oh, I still want to play music. And my friend asked me. She's like, she's like, hey, like, can you open up this show? And I was like, okay. And I was like, well, I don't want to put my name on the flyer because that's lame. And I was like, well, I'll put Condition Oakland on it because it's a Jawbreaker song, which is my favorite band, and I used to live on Oakland Avenue. And then it just kind of, like, the whole thing was kind of... Oh, so that's actually a title of another song. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where Churches... That's where we got the idea for Churches and Trains, too. It's, a, like, a lyric from a song he likes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never... I, I learned that in the interview as well. Yeah. And then... um it just kind of like stuck. Yeah. Do people call you like Condition Oakland? Oh, um, have you ever gotten that? Just the drunk guy, really? the drunken monkey. <laughs> like he just goes like he's like Air hey, Condition Oakland, and I'm like, what's up, dude? Like Tyler, like Tyler, uh, Stephen Tyler is is Aerosmith. Like, yeah, there's Aerosmith over there. Yeah, like I'm Stephen. What's up? Yeah, the one time at um, a Warp tour, like years ago, I think the the Groovy Ghouls were playing, and they needed a name for the crowd. And the first guy that they pointed out was Steven, and then I was Tyler. Like, they pointed at me next, and they're like, like, what's your name? I'm like, Tyler. And they're like, oh, this is a rock and roll crowd called Steven Tyler. <laughs> so so the whole crowd was named Aerosmith? Basically, yeah. <laughs> That's it was great. All, like, 15 of us. <laughs> so how would you classify, like, what would you, if someone never listened to Conditional Oakland, how would, what would you, would, what would you put yourself in? Um, well, we definitely... It definitely started as, like, a folk punk band. Like, mm-hmm. we were, like, a folk punk band. And now, I'd say, like, just as we got older, the, like, the core of that is still there. But um, we definitely, like, now, like, I think as we matured in our songwriting, we we're definitely more alt-country mm-hmm. than, like, folk punk because, like, we don't... the the riffs are a little heavier like it's a little more guitar forward and mm-hmm. it's not as i guess it's a little more like also like emo works its way into there a lot more than it used to or maybe it always was there and i just didn't want to admit it yeah but like it used to be a I lot a, i have an emo spot still in my heart yeah I can't, I can't get rid of there it definitely used to be like a lot rawer like in in its performance yeah like there used to be i used to not i used to just like scream the lyrics but i mean when you're like, like 
so there was two types of shows we'd be playing. So either you'd be playing like these like crazy house shows like in like Rochester, New York or like some random like like a basement in New Jersey and like all these train kids are all like messed up on like, you know, whatever train kids are messed up on and all like hammered. So you're like, well, crap, I like there's no PA. So like you would have to scream. And then when you would go play like then when I would play shows around here, it'd be with heavy bands. It'd be like, oh, I can't be like singing all pretty and stuff and like, you know, telling these guys about my feelings. I got to like show that I got some gruff. Yeah. So then like that kind of just, it's like an influence that you didn't know you were going to have, mm-hmm. but it like shaped you, those shows you were playing. Cause like those were just the two shows, like crazy basement shows or like you're the acoustic guy at the like death core show. Yeah. So yeah, that's fun. I see. I didn't think I was like, if someone would have told me, half a year ago like hey do you think you'd like folk punk uh-huh. and I've been like no and then I started hearing more folk, like especially like local folk punks yeah. people it's fucking awesome yeah it's it's literally it's like your punk music has grown up uh huh yeah it's great yeah they, I love it it's weird it too because like it's not like now it's like kind of becoming like a meme and like mm-hmm. you know people are like realizing but like this has been a thing for like like at least since the 90s yeah like like people actually considering themselves folk punk. Yeah. So like, there's if you is that like the, like I see I don't follow like general te- terms and, and trends, but is that like the hip like is it like hipster music? Is it like folk punk? No, it's um. I mean, at some point, yes, it be yeah. it, it, it definitely became that. But I'd say like folk punk's older than the term hipster. Yeah. Like it's literally just like, like just like, it started with like just like train kids just mm-hmm. like they have they have banjos and they have mandolins and they're just you know they're hopping trains and like they're they're like wearing overalls and yeah it's, and like crass back patches yep and it's weird it's kind of like still like i'm gonna get drunk and fight the man yeah but we still love god a little bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's it's there's definitely like there's a lot of different flavors in there yeah tim tim is he fucking kills it yeah yeah he's good at it yeah tim tim like Ted back in the day, like yeah. like he, Ted Hazard was a was a force to be reckoned with. Like they're folk punk, yeah. Like he, I mean, he'd hate me for for like saying that he used to be folk punk, but like <laughs> I remember like we would play shows at Ted's house, and like there'd be all these like like train kids there, like just and they would eat them up, like they loved them. He was like <laughs> he was like a god among men. <laughs> yeah, he. Oh my god, that 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 dude is awesome. Like I said, we talked a little bit off camera. His mm-hmm. his interview where I thought he was terrified of me, mm-hmm. and he just didn't talk. And then halfway through, he opened up. But uh, man, he's he's a cool dude. He's super talented, man. His art, oh, yeah. his art, his animations, like really really good. But he, yeah, he knows my songs better than I know my songs. Really? Yeah, probably. <laughs> like like that's that's not a joke. Like he he like he was ripping riffs the other day at practice of songs. And I was like, I don't I don't remember how to play that song at all <laughs> I was that's like, how that's how liam and um liam and brett from uh look alive mahatango yeah look, look alive mahatango because brett plays them both but like tim plays and they know all his words <laughs> i was like i gotta step my shit up man yeah like i bought both his cds that night i still it's in my car as we speak like i listen to tim around <laughs> it's good yeah I, I, I love tim he's he's like such a good songwriter and a, like such a good poet yeah i have your cd i in the car um, it's not in currently. Tim's oh. in right now. Um, but I got uh, the pin, man. The two pins I got. I think I got uh-huh. the Pokemon one. Uh-huh. And I got the Dale Earnhardt one. Because yeah. 
I used to be a huge NASCAR kid, and I was like, this is this has to come home with me. I, I want to... I want to get uh, like a Dale Earnhardt like a legit flag just put on my amplifier. That'd be awesome. Like my buddy who lives he, he lives like right around the corner, Tanner uh, mm-hmm. Martin. Okay, yeah, I you used to work Tan- with him. Oh, he's a psycho. <laughs> I love him to death, but he's a psycho. But he like he's a he's a king of thrift shopping. Really, he'll go to a thrift shop and somehow find the greatest shirts of all time, and then he'll like just go to a bar wearing them, mm-hmm. and they're like they're like shirts that you normally wouldn't go to. A, but Tanner doesn't care what people think of them. Oh yeah, I, I'm well aware of that. Yeah, <laughs> so he just goes to, like he found this old Dale Earnhardt shirt, <laughs> and he like spackled his whole mom's house in it one day, and it's all covered in spackle and dirt. And he just wears it to the bar and gets drunk at a Dale Earnhardt shirt with his mullet and mustache. Like, oh, he has a mullet now? He, he, every now and then he gets bored and cuts okay. one in. Nice, nice. <laughs> Him and Joe Coons went to a NASCAR race and Joe cut his hair into a mullet. For the race? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, because nice. Joe's a psycho too. <laughs> He's fucking hilarious. Awesome. Very mu- good musician. Mm. His lo- his like local, uh, his uh, solo thing is doing really well. Oh, Joe, is he? Joey Joe Tunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we, I played a show with him in Shendo. Like maybe last year or something. I don't, it was it's so King hard Kong to get gigs on this side of the mountain. Yeah, and then the venues that want to do gigs, it's tough because they don't have the room for the gigs. Yeah, like the Compass Rose wants to do more bars, do more bands, mm-hmm. but they're very limited with space. Um, McNiff's in Monty City wants to do more gigs, but they're very limited with space, mm-hmm. and it's just it's tough. It's really hard to get bands in the area. Yeah, yeah. There's there's like a. <clears throat> The roundhouse is doing pretty good though. Yeah, like, like that's always been like a decent sized room. Yeah, yeah, but I think he's like more leaning towards the restaurant thing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, the hot rod does awesome. I think Strikers is probably the 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 place to be right now. Yeah, Strikers was really fun. I, I enjoyed being down there. Yeah, there's a lot. He and he keep wants he wants to keep booking people. So if you ever want to play, hit him up. He'll definitely put you on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you have you seen a? Just a side tangent. I just got. Have you ever seen? Because a lot of these bands, I just started seeing. So you probably already seen them. But did you uh-huh. ever see Evening Social? No. Oh my god! Awesome. It's like a jam band. Okay. Like like they're super good. Um, and then uh, I, for the first time, I seen Gorilla Pack. Eddie, oh, Eddie Collins is like Eddie yeah Collins, yeah. We Chris played with Collins. them. We played with them a couple of places. Holy shit! Uh, Steve Miller, the bass player, he's on our he's on our Not Cool in High School show. Okay. Such a cool band, man. Like, I didn't know what I was walking into, and I'm like, it's reggae? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, I love it. Yeah, our, um, we played, I think it was, someone was heading out, maybe it was Eddie was heading out, and we played, like, a farewell Gorilla Pack show, like, that, just, like, one of them was heading out of town, one of the Collins, and, um, our old drummer Bobby was like, we're gonna do this whole reggae intro for them, and I was like, we were all like, all right, this is terrible this is a terrible idea because we're going to get there and we're going to be drunk and we're not going to like everyone, but Ted, yeah. I mean, Ted held it together because he's Ted, Yeah. but like we, we, we tried to do it and like it almost worked until we had to like start going into the song that we were going to go into. It stopped dead. It, it didn't stop dead. It just kind of like, like we just started putting the pieces on top of each other. We were like, well, <laughs> what, you know, by the chorus we were all there, but like, <laughs> That that reggae intro worked until we were supposed to start the song. <laughs> <laughs> are you uh, are you going to see the the Crowbot show on the twenty second? There's like a huge group of people going out. It's up in the Chameleon Club. Oh no, I did not know about it. Yeah, uh, December twenty second, uh, up in the Chameleon, uh, yeah, Chameleon Club. I think it's like fifteen bucks a ticket. Oh nice. It's, uh, Crowbot and the sixty eight. Oh yeah, that's the dudes that used to be in the chariot. 
Oh, I really? Think. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've never heard of them, but I'm yeah, excited the, to see them. Oh, the Chariot was rad. Really? Like, they, they were like this chaotic hardcore band. Oh, they ripped. Really? Yeah. All right, so I'm going upstairs for that show. Yeah. I don't want to be in a pit. I, I watched the pit from the second floor of the Communion Club last time. Oh, really? And I looked down, I was like, I don't want any of that. No, thank you. I don't think I've ever watched a... Like, I've been to plenty of shows there, but I've never watched a show, like, from, like, the balcony yeah, I that did. I can remember. I did that night. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was right above... The, I mean, the only thing that sucked is the only time I could hear the, the singers is if the monitors were turned up loud enough. Oh, really? Like, where you stand on that balcony, yeah. all the sound goes out. And yeah, you're kind of just looking at the stage. It's an awesome view, but you don't hear much. Uh huh. Yeah, and they, they played that night with uh, all the damn things. Okay, which is like a super group. Yeah, yeah. It's like Dan Andreano from Alkaline Trio, two yep. dudes from Fall Out Boy, and Keith from Every Time I Die, and then that dude um, Scotty and from Anthrax. Yeah, it was awesome. I just saved my ass on yeah. comments there. Yeah, I'd be like, this dude doesn't know the dude from Anthrax. Yeah. Well, Scott Ian <laughs> came out and he like looked up at the balcony because we we're the only ones there, and he just mm. like. I was like, thank you, Scott Ian from Anthrax. Like, yeah. That just happened. Um, and then um, who was the band that o- opened before them, before Crowbot? Um, he is Legend. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah, they're they're like an older band, too, yeah. I think. Like, I remember, like, they were definitely... The dude from Fall Out Boy in the Sugar We're Going Down video, I think he's wearing a He is, he is Legend shirt. Really? Yeah. I my my wife just surprised me with um, tickets to that Fall Out Boy Green Day and Weezer show. Oh, nice! And Hershey. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty stoked about it. I've never seen any of those bands live. I've seen everyone but Green Day, which is like I'm like, oh. this is my second time seeing Green Day. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I seen Green Day with Blink One Eight Two in 2005 or 2004 or five in the Pop Disaster Tour. Yeah. Um, Thursday day opened the show, didn't they? And they got they? booed off the stage. Oh. Yeah. That makes me not, like, my whole life, I was so sad I never got to see that show because I was like, I could have saw Saves the Day then. They they played two songs, and they got booed off. Oh, well, like, I'm kind of glad I didn't go now because I was real stoked that, like, yeah. my whole life I was like, I was real sad I didn't get to see Saves the Day and Blink-182 on the same show. Yeah. I don't I don't think they got booed because they were terrible. Uh-huh. I think they got booed because the crowd thought they were getting Jimmy Eat World. And that was the show where Jimmy Eat World... Oh, Jimmy yeah. Eat they, World. like, switched. They switched. They switched. Yep. Yeah. I mean... were pissed. I mean, I love both Jimmy Eat World and Saves the Day, but, like, I I love New Jersey way more. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> Saves the Day is definitely... Like, saves, I have a Saves the Day tattoo. Like, I really? love Saves the Day. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, we could have seen Jimmy Eat World and Paramore. And Bloomsburg. I saw they, that show. Before they were both big. Yeah, I saw yeah. that show. Um, I think the Deer Hunter or, like, the Deer in the Headlights opened up. It One might the, have been, yeah. Yeah. It was, like, a Bloomsburg College. My, yeah. Like, my wife was attending, and I'm like, oh, there's a band here this weekend? And she's like, yeah, we're just going to go home. I was like, all right, whatever. I was like, that sounds like a cool band, Jimmy Eat World. Oh, I knew Jimmy Eat World, mm-hmm. but I didn't know Paramore. Yeah, no, I have I that. I have him, that poster like on Paramore. my wall still, really? like from that show. That's yeah, awesome. That yeah. show, that show was really cool. <laughs> and then uh, who else did I? My other, I've seen Steel Panther a bunch of times. I might ha- I have been to very little concerts, but I've seen Steel Panther like three or four times. Okay, a fucking good time. My friend, my friend Joe showed me Steel Panther, and I'm just like this. This is like next level irony. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. Um, and we were supposed to go see Blink, and this was this was my dream show. And I always get picked on in the other shows for it, but I don't care. But my dream it was it was Blink Two and Lincoln Park. 
they were going to do two shows together. Yeah. One in New York, one in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And the Tuesday before the show is when we lost Chester. Yeah. And I Zach, was like, Zach, our um, bassist, like, he was, that was supposed to be the first, that's like two of his favorite bands. Yeah. That was and, like, I was, dude, I was heartbroken. That well, was, I was heartbroken we lost Chester, but I was yeah. heartbroken the show never, ever happened. Yeah. And he, he, I remember like we had, we were supposed to have practice that day. And like he, he was super bummed, like, that, like, the day that, like, we lost Chester. And, um, I felt so bad for him on multiple levels because I was like, you could have saw two of your favorite bands at the same time, and like it, it just like the dude, he was sad. Yeah, like, he was. Dude, super I was bummed. heartbroken. I loved. I mean, I still do. I love Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. We uh, one last quick side note here, but we we went to Vegas, and I've never been to Vegas. But have you have you ever been to Vegas? No. So if you go, the Strip is cool. Like it's fun. Yeah, you know, I imagine it's the strip, like it's yeah. touristy. Yeah, but the Fremont Street strip is where you want to be. Okay, it's like it's like Mardi Gras met Schuylkill County. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so it's a giant light board that is like five city blocks, and no cars are allowed on it. And it's like all casinos and restaurants and stuff on both sides. Uh-huh. And then like where the streets have entrances there's like stages set up so there's a stage here a stage here a stage at the end and a stage at that end okay and then well no there's not a stage at this end just here here and there there's three stages and then people can zip line over everyone like so people are zip lining above your head all night and there's a giant board that's like music and lights and shows are playing um but when the bands are playing they have music playing above and they play like music videos and it goes all down the whole street it's super cool. That's wild. Yeah. So, I mean, as the... Sh- and, like, what they do is every time a show is about... Like, a light show is about to happen, they kind of dim the lights for a second and just let people know it's going to happen so they don't just blast music. Yeah. And then, like, it was, like, Radioactive would play and then, like, it'd be a whole melody of all of... Who is that? Imagine Dragons? Yeah. yeah it'd be, like, a whole Imagine Dragons thing. And then they did a Green Day one and I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And the people were like, oh, see, Green Day. Like, but people just normally keep it moving. Yeah. They don't really stop. Um, and then... All of a sudden, the lights turn out, and then all you hear was just the piano of In the End. Okay. And literally, Fremont Street is thousands of people. Uh-huh. Thousands. And literally, the, the intro of, of in, in the End starts playing, and I look over my wife, and it was still fresh. Like, yeah. He, he, I think he was, like, it was coming up on his, his year, his year or his two, like, yeah, of his, of his passing, and uh, everyone just stopped. Like, the people who were working, the band's just stopped and they were just staring at the screen and people were videotaping it and just singing it like in the end like just, yeah. it was unbelievable like goosebumps like i was like well, i was like ready to start crying and stuff yeah like, it was crazy and then they did like a whole lincoln park melody and then as soon as it stopped everyone was just like i'm not crying you're crying and just kept, <laughs> and just kept it moving but just it, go to the nearest bar get a shot yeah they're like <laughs> yeah just uh, people the bartenders are like we know after this everyone's gonna like <laughs> they just start pouring beers but yeah it was such a cool experience but as you're walking um, you'll see, like, we've seen the hottest woman. I the hottest girl I've ever seen in my life. She was oh. just up as Wonder Woman. She looked like she came from a comic book. Okay. She It didn't make sense. She didn't look like she was born on this planet. She Maybe was, she wasn't. She was that attra- <laughs> Like, she was that hot. I didn't even notice her. My wife nudged me and was like, yo, look how hot that chick is. Um, I was like, holy fuck. Not a single soul around her. I think they were intimidated by how good looking she looked. Two people down from her is this 800-pound woman in a diaper and pasties just dancing to Who Let the Dogs Out. And she had 100 people around her throwing money at her. It was awesome. So these street performers have to be in these little circles. Yeah. And they just stay in these circles and just do crazy shit. And it just as you walk down the street, there's hundreds of them. 
but they can't walk up and interact with you. Yeah. But they have to stay in their circle. But, like, there'll be, like, nuns with, like, their boobs out. Yeah. And they're, like, not attractive at all. Or a guy who just has a sign that says, like, five bucks to kick me in the nuts. And if I <laughs> flinch, I'll give you your five bucks back. Okay. So, of course, his line's huge. Yeah. Just taking shots of the nuts for hours. I mean, I imagine that's like a good like like twenty seven to like thirty seven. Like you get the whole jackass like yep. like generation there. Like I stopped and watched. Yeah. I mean <laughs> honestly, like that's the one I was the most interested in when you were talking yeah, about it. Yeah, like it was it was awesome. And then another guy he had um he had a sign that was like, put me in any position and I'll stay in it. And then, like, the next person, like, you put, like, five bucks in, and then you position him, mm-hmm. and he'll stay like that. And then the next person comes up and puts money and then positions the way he wants. Most people just have him touching his own dick. Yeah. Flipping everybody off. So, yeah. But, yeah, it was, like, but it's really cool. Really no, cool man, I'd, I'd, like, really, like, try to raise the bar on that. Like, you know, like, have him stand on, like, his tippy toes, like, have his, like, leg behind his head. Like, <laughs> like real, really take it to the next level. Put this back here. Yeah. And he's like, I can't, bro. <laughs> I paid. You're doing it. <laughs> You're doing it, man. Everyone has a price. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. So if you go to Vegas, definitely do Fremont Street. Hmm. That's where it's at. So we're back. Okay. <laughs> how uh, how long has been Condition Oakland been a band? Like, how's that been a thing? Okay. So I want to say that it started in, like, the fall of 08. But, like, 2009, like, if we're, like, being, like, realistic with, like, when the show started playing and everything. Mm-hmm. So, like, 2009's when um, I started, like, touring and stuff like that. So it started with just you solo using Condition Oakland, and then yeah. you put a band behind it. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like how, like, Bright Eyes or, like, um, City in Color, like, stuff like that was. Like, it's kind of like, you know, like, this is this is the name of the band, and then it's kind of always been, like, a revolving door members and stuff like that. Yeah. So, at, in essence, you are Condition Oakland. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as awkward as that, like, every... No, yeah. being serious, like, like, yeah. I, I respect everyone who's on my team with the podcast, but, mm-hmm. like, the, the IWEP network is me. Yeah, and yeah. Was, uh, you know what I mean? Like, and then Tornado Tag is, there's a group of us, but it's still yeah. under my and it, umbrella. And it's, yeah. and it's always been, like, super weird to say that because it's, it's always been, like, close friends helping me out. 100%. Yeah, yeah, so, like, you know, it's, like, a little weird to be, like, oh, yeah, like, this is my thing. But, like, yeah. you know, you guys have been here for, like, you know, like, like, the last record was, um, you know, like, um, Bobby Hunt, who, uh, like, he he owns the label that, we, that we're on, No Less Records, and then, like, our friend Chris Leitzel was playing bass, and then Ted's been, was on that record, but, like, you know, like, those two, like, they, they have families and stuff like that, so, like, it got a little harder for them to do it, so then, you know, we kind of, then took it into this you know it came to this current lineup that is mandy who was like in the first incarnation of like the full band Mm -hmm. and danny who was also the first drummer and zach who used to play keyboards with us and now he's playing bass and like ted's been there for like the last couple records yeah so well that's the same thing here too like if you go back and look at our shows from the beginning till now we've had people come and go and it's Mm -hmm. not like i hate anyone who's gone no it just sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't sometimes like people get busy or chemistry doesn't work out like yeah. hey i just I, we're gonna go a different direction it's not mm-hmm. personal but it's just kind of it's like a evolution it's always evolu- like yeah. changing yeah yeah like i can't say anyone has ever left like and not known like it was time to like you know it's yeah. like it's like all right we're at the end of this road like and this sucks but you know like we'll get past it like um, the time, like, when Bobby was like, like, hey, like, you know, he was like, 
look, man, he's like, you know, like I got a family and stuff. He's like, you know, like I, I don't really have time to do this anymore. And I was like, that's cool. I was like, Danny's ready to step in. And then like that conversation took three minutes and we were on the phone for another two hours talking about stuff we talk about. Yeah. Like, yeah. hundred percent. Like we were, we were joking about like starting a grindcore band in within 15 <laughs> minutes. So. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, it. Makes it more fun when you're doing it with people you care about. Mm-hmm. Like, there's like, like, with like, with my, I have really like crazy anxiety and like depression kicks in every now and then. Mm-hmm. And I'll be sitting there like, oh, I don't want to fucking do this. And I'll be like, oh my god, a whole day long, I'm just, I'm just hating, dreading the day, just getting through it. And I'm like, oh, it's Tuesday. Oh, everyone's coming for not cool in high school. We're going to talk video games and movies. Yeah. And then I just like, oh, I'm here. And yeah, then people show up and then I'm like... You're back on it. Yeah. So this is like therapeutic for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is my anxiety pill. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like I'm just like, oh my God, I have an interview today. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to talk to someone I've never talked to before. And then I get excited and then I, I get pumped about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I can definitely... It's probably the same way with music. You're like, oh, we're going to go play a show or... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, practice day is, like, usually the best day of the week. Yeah. So, like, you know, you just, like... How much practice gets done and how much of it is just bullshitting? Um, we do a fair amount of practicing, really? honestly. But, like... <coughs> so we'll, like, hammer through the set so then we can, like, you know, like... We can... Hang like, out. Like, fuck off. Yeah. You know, like... Where do you guys practice at? Naslin? Yeah, we practice in um, Danny's... The basement of his garage, which, like... This time of the year starts to get a little, a little chilly. chilly. Yeah, because yeah. it's just it's like concrete and steel, and we can't run a heater down there. Otherwise, we trip the breaker. Or you you probably uh, kill yourself with vent, with, with uh, fumes. Well, I mean, it was we only ever tried like an electric space heater that was like literally like one of the ones you put like that like you buy at Walmart for your desk at work. Yeah, so that did nothing, and it just it did nothing, and it tripped the breaker, and we were like, I hope our amps aren't blown. Yeah, yeah. So you're just like, we'll just dance around and warm ourselves yeah. up. Yeah, we definitely like like this time of year. We'll practice in like our winter coats and stuff. <laughs> where where have some of your favorite places been that you've played so far? Because you 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 travel, you get yourself out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Trenton, New Jersey, is one of my favorite places. Rochester, New York, is definitely, and Buffalo, New York, like top three. And it's like trying to pick your favorite child. Really? Yeah, it's like like. There's a there's definitely um like a really good emotional connection and I have a lot of good friends in all those places so like it's it's really hard like our best shows have definitely been in those three cities. Yeah. Buffalo, New York. Yeah, Buffalo's wild. That's a good music scene. Yeah. That's crazy. It, that's where every time I die's from. Oh, yeah, that, that makes so sense. like you you see it like those like Buffalo, New York is not resolved just for like those fans jumping through tables. Like, tables yeah. like that's just their way of life. Yeah, they're like, just nuts. They're nuts. But you have to be crazy to live there because they get a different type of snow than everyone else. Yeah, like, lake oh, we got an snow. inch. They're like, oh, we got thirteen feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the cartoons where they dig their fucking front door out. Yeah, that's just the way they live their lives. Yeah, they're like, oh, cool. We have we built our houses to be prepared to become an igloo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, like our our like our best friends like cardboard homestead like they're they're just they're the wildest people i've ever met in my life like they're well, just not you know what it might be is because they get they get snowed in so much mm-hmm. that when they finally have the opportunity to get out mm-hmm. they just fucking take advantage of it like, oh, like even in their like they're just like their city like yeah like i i have played crazy shows in buffalo like 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 I definitely have played a set where someone was smoking crack. What? Yeah. Like <laughs> I was like, that's a weird bong, and they're like, that's a crack pipe, and I was like, word. 
Fist bump on him and keep moving. Yeah, like, I saw a dude one time um, drink half, like, chug half a 40 and then crack open a four loco and pour it into the 40. Like, oh, this tastes like shit. Let me add this to it. I, it's called something. I think a sidewalk slammer or something. A sidewalk slammer? Yeah. And I've never been brave enough to do it, but no. like, remember when Four Local first came out and they had caffeine in them? I missed it. I missed. I missed that whole thing, and yeah. I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm glad. I, I'm glad I missed it. I drank a Four Local one one time in my life, and I was like, "All right, well, that happened." And then my friend was like, "Yeah, you were supposed to slam that." I was like, "Then why did you let me sip on it for like an hour and a half?" Yeah, I was like, "I think Tanner drank like twelve of them one night." Wow. Yeah. I, I don't, I might be exaggerating on 12, but uh -huh. he drank a lot. Yeah. Like 24 ounce cans? Yeah. He's like the four local king. Oh, wow. Yeah. Tanner's a psycho. <laughs> he also got arrested that night in college. I mean, I'd be disappointed if he did it yeah. after that. After, <laughs> if you, if you've ever drank more than one four loco in a night and you don't get arrested. He, I, I'm def, I'm guaranteeing it was more than four. Okay. Yeah. 100% more than four. Because I've watched him drink four during a UFC fight. He's a... Fu I, that kid's That's awesome. wild. Yeah, he's crazy. He's crazy. At one time, I was at... I was in Gainesville, and um, I heard a girl say, I wish that you could buy four Locos, but they didn't come in 24-ounce cans. And I, I had that same look on my face that yeah. you have right now. Just like, but why? Yeah. Like it only takes one or two. Yeah, like you don't, you don't like who wants a like a twelve ounce four loco? <laughs> like what does that? You ever try? You ever try the um this? I, 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 now when I tr when I used to drink this is before I became a craft beer drinker. Mm. So don't judge me, people. If if this is something that's like not cool anymore, but I, I used to drink Red's Apple Ale. Okay. So I was like, oh, this is ta like that was like my first flavored beer that I ever got into. Yeah. And then I used to get I used to go to a bar and be like, yo, I want a Red's Apple Ale. And I would drink it, and I'm like, can you pour a shot of Fireball or Jack Daniels into this? Okay. And I was like a cinnamon apple drink. It was awesome. Yeah. And then um, then the f then they came out with the Wicked Apple. Yeah. And they were like 8 9%. And I would get like three cans of it and drink the three cans, and I'd be crushed. Yeah, we... we but then I wake up with a huge headache because it was so sweet. We, we, um, we almost didn't get band practice done one time because someone brought like Wicked and... Um, like it, it almost just didn't happen. Like, like, it, like, just like we were just like we're not getting wicked at practice anymore. Yeah, that was like a rule. Yeah, that it was, it's the least productive drink in the world. Like you just you just sit there and you're just like, yeah, lit, I'm getting wicked. <laughs> it's going down. I we, like we just made jokes the whole night. It was we should have so, you on banging beers. <laughs> This, this is why I didn't want to be on Banging Beard, because, like, my alcohol knowledge is complete trash. You don't need an alcohol knowledge. You just, you just drink and talk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it'll happen. We'll get you on. <laughs> All right. We'll get you on. So the, the way being a bear, for people listening, if you are a fan of the cross shows, um, Banging Beard is officially, like, three full guys now. We have It's not just me and Ben. It's, a, it's another guy, possibly a fourth with my dad. Mm. But the cool thing with this new setup is I can do a fifth and a sixth mic. Okay. So... We can do a guest. We just probably couldn't do like a full band like we yeah. used to. So it'd be like, oh, if one person's joining us, I'm getting the beer burps for banging yeah. beers. Um, so yeah, we're we're enjoying a beer tonight. This is the uh, Thomas Hooker Brewery, the double super double our super double Citra. It looks like a double deer can. 
I gave him dealer's choice. I said a a can that looks like Double Dare or a beer uh, a wrestling can. And I and chose like, the Double Dare. He said Double Dare, which is a good pick. It's very tasty. Yeah, it is. I'm highly enjoying it. I think Tyler said he's looking for an acoustic act for Brewfest. Oh, really? I think so. He okay. messaged me about some acoustic acts. Yeah, I mean he he just he he just hit me up about playing Gettysburg Rocks. So that's what it was. Yeah, just Gettysburg. Yeah, yeah. Gettysburg Rocks is. That's I've fun. never done it. It's fun. Like, it's definitely like you're you're playing that bar that night, but it's it's really fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I got every year it happens. I never go. Like I was supposed to go, probably the year I should have went. I'm glad I didn't because I was supposed to go with the boys upstairs. Uh huh. So it was be like me, Todd Bird. The Todd Bird was still in the band. It was Todd, Dave, Steve, and Frank. Frank Klein, and they all went to Gettysburg. And got fucking smushed. There was. I for some reason think I gave Dave Cantwell a ride to his hotel one year from Gettysburg. It's very possible. Like, like I, yeah, because I was doing a weekender and they were and Dave's like, I need a ride to the hotel. I was like, oh yeah, dude, I'll take you to the hotel. And like we just dropped him off and like I was just like, is he gonna be all right? I was like, I. <laughs> I like he was pretty intoxicated. I was like, I probably should have asked him if he had his hotel key, but like, he was already too far gone. Yeah, and I was like, he'll figure it out. I was like, I don't know where he went. It, it was a weird hotel too. It was like one of those like hotels that was like two hotels, and there was a staircase. And I was like, I don't know where he went. He's in God's hands now. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing about the boys upstairs. They are like, you ever watch Mr. Magoo? No. So Mr. Magoo is a character who's who is blind. Okay. And he has zero, like, he doesn't care. So he'll walk, and he'll be, like, walking off a cliff, and then all of a sudden, like, a steel beam will come out, and he'll just somehow walk on it. And okay. And no matter where he walks or how he goes, life just works for him. Okay. And that's Dave Cantwell and Steve Fullen. <laughs> like, like, they get drunk, uh -huh. and they just somehow safely find their way home. Whether it be a friend, a family, or just they find somewhere to sleep that night. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know. They're, they're solid dudes. Like I, yeah. I, like, I think I've only played a handful of shows with them, but, like, they're they're pretty solid dudes. They're, and the crazy thing is, they, they, they like people are like, oh my god, their shows are so good, mm -hmm. but they don't they don't even attempt to rehearse. They just <laughs> like they're just good musicians. They can just wing it. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's crazy. It's they're they're absolutely they're super talented, but boy, do they they can party. Yeah, no, I've I've definitely like I've I've watched them party in like. I bars. did it for two years. I was like, there's some nights I was like, dude, I can't fucking keep up. I'm done. I tap out. They like they, they see that's like a thing. They 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 could have like totally survived in the folk punk scene. Yeah, like we, we, they were on the show and we did for banging beers and we had I think it was eight brown bags uh -huh. and it was all forty ounces. So it was me, <laughs> Ben, Steve, Dave, and um. Tom, Tom Kessler, uh, yeah, not Tom, Tom Kessler, uh, -huh. uh Tom Selega, and it was like a, it was a Cole 45, Steel Reserve, Hurric These are, these are my favorite beers you're mentioning Hurricane, right now. um, uh, Genesee, oh, fuck, what else was there? It was all just like, 40 ounces, just the, the malt liquors, like the uh -huh. trash beers, and then we ended with the Mad Dog 2020. Oh, Dude, the next day, all of our stomachs were destroyed. I destroyed. That's like a diet plan. Yeah, it was <laughs> bad. It was bad. 
it was a bad day. Yeah, no, I've definitely had my fair share of like Colt 45s and still reserves. Like, if, if you're bored and you want to watch a funny banging beer, <laughs> go back and watch the Boys Upstairs one. Okay. Yeah, it's it's on videotape. It's crazy. That's why. <laughs> yeah, like. Steel Reserved is horrible. It tastes like... Oh, I like, love Steel Reserved. Really? Yeah. Then you are a nut, because that tastes like <laughs> straight-up gasoline. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it has no taste. <laughs> it's it's weird. I pinched my nose and chugged it. I one time bought a craft beer, like, at... I forget where it was, but I, I bought, like, some craft beer, and I cracked open the can. I was so excited. Like, the label looked cool. Like, it was uh, a good description. I, I buy beer like I'm a kid, buying a I, t-shirt. I mean, maybe I shouldn't buy it by the description was what I'm trying to get at here, because I cracked it open. I was like, that's a natty daddy. I was like, I don't care what brewery said they brewed this with whatever choice hop. <laughs> I was like, they poured Natty Daddy into a can, and they have one of those can things where they just, like, do it. Yeah. I was like, they just bought Natty Daddies and poured it in. And it was just trash. It, I like I literally I had a natty daddy in my fridge because I'm a garbage beer drinker. <laughs> and I like poured them. I was like like blind taste test. I was like, these are the same beers. Yeah. Like Did you show the Natter days where it was like the, I the, did. the strawberry banana or yeah. strawberry lemonade. Yeah. They were good. Isn't there a new one out right now? They got seltzer now. Is it? Yeah. Everyone's doing seltzer. Yeah. I had I had my first white mango white claw on Friday. It was um I, I puked twice on the way home because I mixed it with, um, I had, I had a lot of Jim Bean. I was drinking Miller High Life and here's the fun thing. Uh, the White Claws, people uh-huh. make fun of them. Uh-huh. They're stronger than a Miller Lite. Oh yeah. 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 They're 5%. They'll, yeah. They'll mess you up. Like, <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. People call them pussy drinks. I'm yeah. like, go ahead, Miller Lite fans. Yeah. Talk shit. No. So like we go down to, um, like my friends and I go down and see the fest in Gainesville, like around Halloween every year. And like, like, so PBR is like what, like four point five, four point three, and everyone's like slamming white claws, thinking they're not going to get hammered. Everyone that drinks white claws in our crew like is completely hammered, and like my friend Joe and I are drinking PBR, and they're like, "How are you not drunk?" And we're like, "Well, we're not slamming five percent alcohol. Like, <laughs> yeah. like we're like, th- so it's you're PB- smarter with your beer than you think. Yeah, like we're like, <laughs> well, it's PBR. Yeah, like you know, like." You're gonna get bloated, but yeah. like you'll get full before you get drunk. Yeah, 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 that's the thing. Like we're like, yeah, I had four beers, and like you know, I feel like I ate a whole Domino's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had p- the the passport lagoon coffee? I did. It's super expensive, but it if is. You find it, yeah, yeah. No, I it, don't like the taste of coffee, but it's not. It tastes more like chocolate milk. Than yeah, coffee. it's it's the YooHoo taste. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's it's bonkers. We went to a hockey game, and uh, I went to Stouds, mm-hmm. and they had. A 9.7 double pale ale on t- our double IPA on tap. A 9.7, oh. and they were they had the nerve to sell it in 22 ounce glasses. Oh, and it was 11 dollars to buy the like the special glass. Yeah, and then every refill was like nine or eight bucks. And my buddy was like, "Why the fuck would you pay 12 bucks for a 22 ounce beer? I can go over there and buy two Miller Lights for that." Uh-huh. And I said, "Because my 120 ounce uh-huh. is for your Miller Lights." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's like it's turning smarter, not harder. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent, and it yeah. tastes better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Miller Lite, like Miller Lite's a good like. I'd rather Miller Lite than a Coors Light, but you know that's like. Um, I don't know. Like, see, the trash beers they could be anything for me. I could mix and match. Mm-hmm. I I I think I've had a pick. I go Bud Bud Light. Okay. Um, Keystone over everything. Keystone, oh yeah, yeah. Keystone, Keystone Light is yeah. the go-to. Yeah, the, yeah. the Stones. That's my favorite. Um, PBR is up there too. I like PBR a lot. Like if PBR is on tap, I'm like, 
I'll have a few. Well, it's like Old Faithful. Yeah, yeah, that's like my like go to like favorite beer. Like, like I mean, like I'm. I present myself the way I do, so like yeah. that's not really a shock. So you know, I play in a punk band. I'm like, yeah, I like PBR. We should, we should try, I should try to find you the John Cena shirt. Remember when he be, he did, he did a PBR shirt that got banned? Yeah, yeah. Did you get one? I never did. No. Okay. But if I ever find it, I'll well, I'll, I'll, I'll hold it for you. <laughs> okay. Like cool. I, I like go thrift shopping and I try to find old wrestling shirts. Yeah, I didn't know they even got to print them. They did. Okay. They, they were printed and sold, and then they got like halfway through the cycle. And I think they're like, no, you can't do that. That's so weird. Yeah. PBR is usually like, I was really surprised when they like pulled the plug on that because like. I think they might have let them reproduce it again. Okay. I could be wrong. Because like they're pretty like, you know, artsy Chill. and like, you know, like they, they sponsor music festivals. Like. Really? Yeah. Like, like they, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it was really weird when I read that. I was I like, want to get sponsored by Yingling. Okay. Well, fucking. You ever, you ever see like you ever see like a local band who's sponsored by them, and England gives them like a bag full of T-shirts to throw out of shows. No, it's awesome. I helped hooligan the, hooligan the one show. They're like, Yo, here, Tony, here's a bag full of coasters and T-shirts. Just give them away to people. And I'm like, I'm like, I want this shirt. And I'm like, yeah. hand it all out to people. Yeah, they're super cool with it. Yeah, up like, at the Drunken Monkey, they always have like England swag and stuff. Like, tell them any extra larges put aside for me. All right, I will. I, I try to collect England stuff. Okay, I love it. I'm a I'm a big Chesterfield guy. Oh, Chesterfield Ale is That's like my favorite. Beer. That is that is the best Yingling. Yeah, I love Chetty, and then Golden Pilsner really number number two. I do enjoy Golden Pilsner. Yeah. Like I was down at Roadhouse the other night, and they had Golden Pilsner. Like that was one of the ones, and that's the one I picked. I don't think I've ever had a beer in an, in an Ashland bar, huh. ever. Really? Never. Drunk. No, that's not true. I had it. All right, so don't get mad at me, people from Ashland. This is the only way I'm describing this bar. What's the meth bar on the bottom of the hill? Oh. By the car dealership. I know exactly what you're... The the Ashland Grill. Is that what it's, it is? Yeah, I believe yeah, so. I went in there, and it looked like everyone was just like trying to buy meth. It's... it's I don't go in the bar. No? No. Like, I went, I've, I've I, never... I I've never... Todd and Dave one time. Okay. And I was like, we're in danger. I've never gone in it because, like, it's, like, I try, so I'll be coming home from a show. and like, Any bar that you can walk in the front door and walk straight out the back door is not good. Okay. I See, you're, you're like, on a whole other level than you've been in there. Yeah. I've, I've been in the Monkey. Monkey's solid. Like, that's where we do our shows. Like, it's, it's definitely, like, an, an old-timer, like, lifer bar. Like, yeah. everyone, everyone that's not there for his show goes there on a daily basis, probably. And, like, you know, like, that's just where they, they're doing I heard so. they do craft beer there, too. They do have some craft beer. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, I'm I'm on the two for three PBRs, but, I mean, I live my life the way I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think there's only two bars in Ashland now. That one in... What's the, what's the, the ritzy one? The coal, is it the coal mine? The, the the mine shaft. The mine shaft. The mine shaft closed down again. Yeah, um, I'm not really sure why. I just know they closed down. But M and M's had a fire, and that's and M and M's is going to open up up there. But it's going to be like a different thing. But I mean, they're still going to have that mac and cheese. So I'm pretty stoked on that. Yeah, M and M's used to be phenomenal. And didn't the family who own M and M's then be like they 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 did Farlows? And then the um, I don't think so. I think the Farlows just went down to Pottsville. And then the well, Farlows isn't even owned by the Farlows family. They just kept the name. Oh, did they? Yeah. So okay. the, the guy who was in the bacon suit for not for no rain checks. Yeah. His family bought the Farlows off. Farlows. Oh, okay. Yeah, because Farlows used to be downtown. It's still amazing. Yeah. For the, like it, one of the best sandwiches you get possible is Farlows. Huh. Yeah. I'll have to take a stop down when I'm like in between pressed and, and yeah. 
whatever else I'm doing that night. Press is awesome. I, yeah. I'm just not a big coffee drinker. Okay. But press is a cool environment. Yeah, pressed pressed is like even if everyone there is like my friend, like they they have my favorite coffee. Yeah. What's yeah. Your, what's your favorite? I mean, before that, it was just like Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. So like, I'm not really like like I'm not a great coffee drinker, but like I I've played my it. fair share of coffee shops. It smells amazing, and then I taste it. I'm like, Bleh. nope. Oh, I love like just straight black coffee. Like, really? Yeah. I can't do it. I'm a tea drinker. Okay. I, tea. They they have they have like a really good selection of tea. Yeah. I do. I usually do a tea, and I get one of the like the mozzarella things. Oh, the the crepes. Crepes. The the spinach feta. Um, Hummus crepe is like my go-to. I think I get the mozzarella, like ham and mozzarella. Okay, like ham and cheese. Yeah, yeah. I'm super simple. <laughs> if there's too much on my food, I don't like it. I I, I respect like, that. I'm like a chain. I'm a plain. I'm like Kevin McAllister. I'm a plain cheese pizza kind of dude. Yeah, no, plain cheese pizza is <laughs> where it's at. Like, even like, like when I go like somewhere, cause I'm vegetarian, and like I'll like. Like they'll be like if you go somewhere and they'll be like you know you get like crazy pizza I'm like mm, just get cheese pizza yeah. cheese slice maybe, maybe I'll get silly no meat like, at all no is it like for like support animals or just oh just... yeah it's like an animal rights yeah. thing so hmm. definitely I'm like all right if I had to kill my own meat <clears throat> I would 100 percent be a vegetarian but if I like I don't see the process so I don't yeah I'm good I just I'm just becoming I'm just ignorant <laughs> okay like I 100 percent like, know what's going down yeah I just don't. Yeah, and I mean, like, there's, like, definitely, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, there's, I don't, I'm not, like, a preachy guy. Yeah, 100%. Like, like, or at least I like to think of myself as not. Like, I, like, go out with my friends and, like, they'll get, like, steak or whatever. Or, like, they'll get, like, chicken tenders. And, like, I don't, like, throw any shade at them. Or, like, yeah. you know, like, some of my friends used to be, like, weird. They're, like, do you care if I get chicken tenders? And I'm, like, no, dude, I'm going to get a Boca burger. And it's gonna look exactly like a hamburger is coming out here. And I tried the Impossible Whopper. I have. It's really good. I it so like, and this is me super being pretentious. I was yeah. like, this tastes like how a Whopper tastes. Yeah, and I just feel bad about it. <laughs> I was just like, so it didn't taste terrible. Like it didn't taste terrible. But I was like, <laughs> I was like, I still feel like I'm eating Burger King. Yeah, and I was just like, that's I why it. I liked it. Yeah, and I was like. But I feel like I paid way too much for my burger. Cake. It was definitely way too expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If if they can trick me into eating seaweed that tastes like meat, I would do it all day long. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't like. Uh, see, I one of the biggest things for me to n become a vegetarian. I don't think I would ever be able to do it. Is is chicken? Mm. I love some fried chicken. I just love chicken. I I was gonna say, have you ever tried it? But obviously you didn't. Mm. But the unity. In Frackville? Oh no! I oh. heard it. I heard it's really good though. Oh my god! That dude who works there knows me by name. Cause okay. like I go in on a Friday, Saturday, sometimes on a Thursday. Like after I do a show, I take the one guy back home to Pottsville. Yeah, and I'm like, Heidi, what was your dinner? It's like, I don't know. I put it all away already, and I'm just too lazy to come home and heat it up. Okay, so it's just an excuse for me to, to stop go there, there and get a chicken sandwich. The sheets got a Beyond Burger, and like I was like, oh no, they got me. What's a Beyond Burger? A Beyond Burger, it's basically like, I guess like, it, if Walmart is like, impossible, like, like that's Target. Yeah. Like, it's just like... The, oh, it's uh, a vegetarian burger? Yeah, it's it, but it's supposed to taste like real meat, like, rather than like, like the Boca ones. A Boca Burger, if you cook it right, though, tastes like a Tony's Burger. Really? Yeah. So, like, life hack, if like, 
you know, Tony's isn't open. Like you can, you can like sear it and like really like be like, like it's almost like a Tony's burger. Which I mean, I don't know what that says about Tony's, but yeah. like Tony's was great. Yeah, when I ate meat. So I, I don't even like hot sauce, and I'll still put fluff on a burger. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Fucking amazing. So like, you can definitely like you can get a Boca burger if you if you like sear it the right way. You can get a you that get must a Tony's be burger. super hard to be a vegetarian in school county because there's like no options for you. You, like, it, you have to go buy all your own food. Like you can't walk into any mom and pop place and be like I'm vegan or vegetarian. Yeah. Can you please cook for me? Like. Get I mean, the fuck out of here! Like you, you just eat pizza. Yeah, it's fine. Like, and I was gonna probably do that anyway. So. Is now is che- cheese is okay? Yeah, yeah, cheese is okay for vegetarians. So because it comes from the cow, it's not. Yeah, it's like what about a, eggs. No eggs. Eggs. No, I eat eggs. Yeah, like you can eat eggs if you're a vegetarian, which is like I guess it's like supposed to be like the the gray area, but yeah. like. I'm not going to get into the process of eggs right now, but, like, <laughs> eggs, eggs are solid. Eggs like, are good. Yeah. All right. You know, I might – I just – it'd be tough, man. I don't know. If I had to kill my own animal, I'm he'd be my pet forever. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, I'm just – I'm ignorant. It's – I, I mean, just ignore it. Yeah. I mean, like – like Do you know where your burger came from? Yeah. La, la, la. <laughs> yeah, no, I, like – it's not it's not as hard as, like, people think. But like, definitely, I could see like like it's a lot like so like since I try not to be preachy about it, mm-hmm. like people be like, oh, do you want a burger? I'm like, no, I'm good. And they're like, well, you, are you sure? Like, why not? Like, it's really good. I'll be like, and then you gotta be like, oh, I'm a vegetarian, and then like. Like and then I'm like, oh, then they treat you like you have AIDS. Like, oh my uh, god, what can we get you? Yeah, are I'm, you gonna be? Are you gonna survive? And I was like, <laughs> dude, I just like I slammed all the candy in that dish already, and like this is my second bag of chips. Like, I'm, I'll survive. Like, I probably shouldn't have ate as much as I ate already. So you eat more junk food because you can't have meat. Yeah, like I mean, like I do in like those situations. Yeah. You know, like I'm I've recently been trying to eat healthier, like for like. Like, just health issues, and, mm-hmm. and I mean, not health issues, but like just trying to eat better yeah. and stuff like that. So, I read something that if you cut obviously sugary drinks out, which I got to start doing, like, I can't stop beer. Like, I do a podcast. I'm, yeah. I'm pr- I mean, already, no, I'm like, I, to get like I'll here. die before I stop drinking beer. Yeah, like, I got to get famous <laughs> here. That's my excuse to drink beer. Um, <laughs> I will get famous eventually. Um, but the uh, sugary drinks, Gears Ice Tea is, is tough. I cannot stop Gears Ice Tea. I have Gears Ice Tea tattooed on me. Like that's legit, dude. I have Winnie the Pooh drinking Gears <laughs> Ice Tea. That's legit on my body. So I I can stop soda. Uh-huh. I can stop all that. I can stop every iced tea in the world. I cannot stop Gears Ice Tea. Uh-huh. It's impossible. There's no fucking chance. It's like, the best iced tea in the it's world. It's so good. The only yeah. way I would stop drinking Gears Ice Tea is if you move me out of the state or out of the county. I mean, just get it imported. Yeah, but that I'm lazy. So, but um, but if you stop the sugary drinks and um, you stop dairy, uh-huh. I heard dairy is like just really not good for you. Yeah, it's like like your body wasn't like the human body wasn't meant to process to dairy. process dairy. Yeah, I, I've read that before. Like I've I've like started drinking like seltzer waters and stuff like that. So like. I like the last couple of years. I was like hammering Coca Cola. Like, yeah. Like it, it. It tastes so good. Do you ever? Do you ever go like a, like a couple of months without drinking? What? Not drinking like, like beer and stuff. Yeah. Like a yeah. sober October or something. Um. Not like I try not to drink every day. Like I'll drink on 
practice days or like days I have a show or like you know something like this like you know yeah. where like a beer is but like I don't like drink. a social yeah social drink yeah, yeah but like way. I try not to like drink like if I'm just like at home mm-hmm. like I'll no like, I I have yeah. all the beer in the fridge I won't touch it if no one, like I won't be by myself drinking yeah beer. like I'm like unless it's like Friday night and I'm like putting on like some records and like I'm gonna get like little loosey goosey yeah. by myself like then I'll like <laughs> all, like the other what was it last Saturday I bought a hold steady record and I like I like stopped at Wegmans and I did some like upscale grocery shopping at a Wegmans in Wilkesbury like I got like vegan beef jerky and I got cheese curds for poutine and I was like I was like I'm gonna get you know I bought that record buy a 12 pack of PBR and go home and like I went home and like had like three PBRs and just listened to the record I had myself a night but like that's not like a regular thing yeah um I completely lost my train of thought there I had something going. I had it all planned out. I fucking the sober lost it. October. Yes. So I yeah. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, so I did the sober. I did. I think I did. I was supposed to do sixty days. I ended up going almost close to ninety days. Oh wow! Not touching any booze at all. Uh-huh. And then my first night back drinking. Uh-huh. It's a fucking shit show. Ah. Uh. Yeah. It was so bad. It was so, so bad. Yeah, yes. like, I definitely have gone, like, probably, like, two weeks without, like, drinking and stuff like that. But, like, also, like, like... When I did it, though, uh-huh. uh, before I started doing the, the, the 90 Days Without Booze, mm-hmm. I was drinking pretty... a lot. Like, I was drinking heavily. Yeah, like, I'm not... Like, I can... I can pace myself definitely, but like if I'm like out, like I'm a I'm a lightweight, like like three drinks in, and like I'm I'm singing Blink One Eighty Two songs, like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm telling everyone how much I love them. Yeah, like it's I'm always lovey, so just <laughs> alcohol intensifies that. Yeah, like I'm a hugger, like oh my god, yeah, yeah, that's me. Um, yeah, so that when I drink, I'm the same way. It's like yeah. dancing and having a good time. Yeah, and yeah. then and then I wake up the next day, I'm like I can't walk. Like, my body hurts. Yeah, no, we, like, Zach and I, we had a rough ride home on Friday. Like, like, I, we, he stopped at Rudder's. He's like, you need food? And I was like, no. He's like, oh, you should probably eat something. And I was like, uh, I'm going to go use the restroom. And, like, I, like, I hurled. Like, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even ashamed to admit it. Like, I hurled. And I was like, oh, my God, why is it so red? And I was like, oh, there was red velvet cookies at the show. <laughs> like, like, but, like, for a second there, I was like. I'm bleeding. I'm like I'm I'm internally bleeding. I'm like I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die in a runner's bathroom. <laughs> yep, I had one of those. I can't do shots anymore. I take uh, one shot. I'm like I'm gonna puke. I'm gonna puke. I'm gonna puke. And then I had to talk myself not to throw up. Uh-huh. And then I'm like I'm good. I'm good. And I'm like I'm not doing any more shots. Yeah, like, I cannot physically do hard liquor anymore. I it's like I love whiskey. Like Jameson and Jack I have to and- mix it. Oh really? Yeah. I can't. Like I uh I. That's the one thing I can't do. Like, I feel like I'm like, I mean, maybe because I'm like what I'm drinking and yeah. I really like the taste. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if you're, I don't want to do, sit here and do shots of Bankers Club. Yeah. Like, like if we're doing Bankers Club, we're pouring that in some Coca-Cola. I don't care about the calories. <laughs> yeah. But like, like, I guess like good liquor or whatever. Like, like Jameson and ginger ale to me is huh. my favorite. Oh, that sounds delicious. It's amazing. Like, it's like a seven and seven except yeah. you put with Jameson. Yeah. We went um, to... G- uh, Jim Thorpe, mm-hmm. and we went in this one bar. It was me, the, the boys, it was me and the guys, and uh, the boys upstairs. And we went in this one. It was like a house. It was like someone's house with a mm-hmm. bar in it. Okay, and we're all like sitting a speakeasy there. Speakeasy kind of, kinda. Thing? Yeah. Okay. And uh, I was like, oh, you have like the black label Jameson? He's like, yeah. And I was like, how much for it? Like, I said, mm-hmm. if I were to get a, du- a, a a mixed drink with that, what would it cost me? And he mm-hmm. goes, a single or double. And I went, 
a double. And uh, he goes, I don't know, seven bucks? I'll take three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like a $40 shot. Yeah. The Black Label Jameson. I got smushed. And then my wife came back to us because she, she's not a drinker. She don't like drinking. She don't like being around people when they're drunk. She just, uh-huh. she's, when, you're, when you're sober, drunk people just annoy you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So she was like, I'm just going to go walk around Jim Thorpe and buy stuff. And then she came back, and I was on my third double shot of James, this Black Label Jameson and ginger ale. Uh-huh. She's like, you're, fucked. you're drunk, aren't you? I'm like, I'm fucked up. And she's like, I hate you. <laughs> like I hate you right now, and I was like, oh, and I was like, I'll be back. I have to go shopping with her, and then she took me in a bookstore, and I was like, we should buy all these books. And she's like, I'm taking you back to your friends. You're better just off drop drinking. It, dropping you off there. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna put you back there. But yeah, the black label Jameson's really. I only ever had it one that one day. I think that's not the casket one, right? Or it looks like a regular Jameson bottle, except the, instead of the label being like the regular, it's yeah, like a black label. There was there was a really good Jameson I had down at Woody's one time at like one of the open mics. It might have been that same one. Yeah, yeah. It was like pretty expensive. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. Woody's always had the the sec the higher the higher end Jameson. Do you ever yeah. have the proper twelve, the Conor McGregor stuff? No. It tastes like like bootleg Jameson. Okay. Yeah, it tastes. It's good. Um, I think if I had to pick a whiskey, though, besides Jameson, Maker's Mark is pretty good. I've never. I, I think I had a shot of Maker's Mark one time. Yeah. Once again, I can't do straight shots because yeah, I, yeah, I'll, yeah. But like we, Jim Bean, Jim Bean is what got me. Like, I can't do like Jim Frank. Bean. Oh, I love Jim Bean. Like, but I think the only time I ever had it, someone gave me a shot of maple, and I was like, oh yeah, like. Jim Beam, what, like no more. I'm yeah. good. Jim Beam, what flavors like gets a little, oh. a little iffy. Jack Daniel Fire is pretty good. It's better than Fireball. It's not as sweet. Uh-huh. It's not like candy. Yeah, no. See, like Fireball is like one of the things I can't do. Like I can't do it anymore either. The night of my wedding, I had like a bottle and a half. Like my my cousin got married, and I was like, like I was like, all right, where's the whiskey? Like like my co- my cousin got married, and she had a keg of like Beast Ice. <laughs> I like, love it. Like like. <laughs> It, it was a fun wedding, but like where was it at? Out if you're going like into what is it? New Media. There's like a Christmas tree farm or something there. Yeah, like and it was it looked classy, and I was like, all right, what's what's the keg? Like I thought it was like I didn't even know they did cakes of a beast size. Yeah, <laughs> and like they were like it's beast. They were like it's Milwaukee's best. I was like it's the beast. And like, I, what is this? Like, is this a is this a, uh, a a fucking bush party? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, my my cousins are who they are, and they and they like that fun. Yeah. So like, everyone had fun. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't deny that at all. <laughs> but like, I was like, "Where's the whiskey?" And they were like, "There it is." I was like, "Oh, fireball!" I like tried to like pour like be like I in your beer. No, oh. no, not my beer. <laughs> like, but I like poured it, and I was like, I like drank. I like did the shot, and I was like. Mm-mm. And I, I just drank Beast. Yeah. Like I, I, I was just it's like so sweet. I, uh, yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> so, like I said, we, we're gonna take side tangents everywhere. Where, where can people find some of your music? Um, so if they don't, if they, if they can't make it to a show and buy your physical CD, yeah, where yeah. can they listen to it? So, um, Spotify. We're definitely on Spotify. Bandcamp, which is Condition Oakland, PA. Bandcamp. Com. And besides that, I think we're on like other streaming sites too. Like yeah. I think we're on Apple Music. How many albums do you have out? There's uh the last record, Burial Grounds, is on Spotify and the E P we did Resistance Hymns, which is like a two song it it was a seven inch. 
is on Spotify and anything else besides that, there's there's a couple records before that. There's hold on. One, two, three. There's at least like three records on Bandcamp, like before Burial Grounds, and like okay. a couple like weird EPs and like demo stuff and stuff like that. Nice. Now, one of the cool things about your merch is you have not only everyone does T-shirts, uh-huh. you have pins, uh-huh. you have a very wide variety of pins. Yeah, yeah. And like you'll take something that looks like something and then knock it off and put your band name on it. Yeah, which is fucking awesome. Uh huh. Um, but you also sell um, cassette tapes. Yeah, yeah. How how do you do that whole process? Um, I mean, there's a couple places that do cassette runs. So you yeah. buy someone, you you pay someone to put it on a cassette. Yeah, for yeah, you. like the way you would like go out and get your like CD or your yeah. records pressed like that. So the thing about that is is there's this weird. I shouldn't really say it's weird, but like there's definitely this group of individuals that like collect cassettes. Yeah. And um, I always just thought that was really cool because, like, nostalgia is a thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I walked up like cassette tapes. Yeah, yeah. So like, I was like, I used to have cassette tapes. I wish my band was on a cassette tape. And then like, you get into punk rock, and like, people have some people have cassette tapes. Yeah. And um, they don't go all the time, but like, you'll play somewhere weird like some hipster city and like they'll definitely just like that they eat it up yeah. like like if we sell a cassette tape we sell five cassette tapes at night we don't just sell one one yeah but like we there's a lot of shows you don't sell cassette tapes yeah i i can't wait to, i was gonna get the one shirt and i i didn't get it not because i disliked the guy uh-huh. it's just because of the image on it i was like yeah i don't know if i could wear that yeah i'm try i try to tote the line like I'm not a fan of that person, mm-hmm. but I'm also like, I don't know if I'd put myself out there like, I don't like him that much. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh man, I really want to support the band. Yeah. But I, no, there's definitely like, so we're we're a fairly blunt band. Yeah. Like when it comes to our political beliefs, but like, I know, and I shouldn't, I don't know how to put this right. I know when it's the right time to bump, open my mouth and know when it's yeah. not. Yeah. And... When you're playing a coffee shop, like, in the middle of the day, that's, like, people are just... I know when people are eating dinner and listening to our music, and, like... When you're background noise? Yeah, yeah, like, when you're the jukebox. Yeah. And then, like, you know, I know when to open my mouth and know it's going to go over good. Yeah. But I also know when to open my mouth and to go over bad, and it's going to go over bad. But if I know it's going to go over bad, that's probably why I'm opening my mouth. Yeah. Like, because it's just, like... Why am I in this situation? I need to, you know, make it known on on which side I'm on. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll do it then. But like, if I'm like, like I'm not, you know, if we're if we're playing the wheel, yeah, like I don't need to make a political speech at the wheel. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I just need to cheer on the dude that is doing the food challenge. Yeah, <laughs> and be like, you just you ate so much cheese. Yeah, you're. Uh, you're gonna die in three years. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. die, but like, good for you, man. You saved like twenty bucks. Yeah, and you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna get a cool T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, um, we definitely like. I try to have like neutral merch. I try to have like you know, and then I have the that, one like, neutral merch was not in my size. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is weird because like we have there's there's a whole merch bin at home. But I mean, like that shirt's been going really good. Yeah. So it's, it's been weird. I can see how. Yeah. 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 I mean, when, um, Bobby hunt, um, who 
I, like I said before, he used to drum for the band, but he owns Kutztown Screen Printing. He pressed the shirt. He was like, this is a cool shirt. Looks a lot like Taylor I mean, not Taylor Swift, Sailor Moon. I don't know why I went with Taylor Swift, probably because yeah. they're both blonde. Yeah. But um, he's like, it's very Sailor Moon. He's like, have you been watching Sailor Moon a lot? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so almost like they're making a live action Sailor Moon. I I saw it. I don't know how true it is though. I mean, they were supposed to do one in the '90s and it didn't happen. Yeah. So I never got into Sailor Moon. I, I um I went up to as uh, far as Hulu and, would let me. Yeah, me and anime <laughs> don't get along. Oh really? Yeah, I'm just not a big anime guy. For how nerdy I am, I uh-huh. just can't do anime. I, I'm very like like I thought I like. Until you meet an anime fan, I did not realize how basic I am in yeah, my like. Yeah. An- I was like, I was like, yeah, dude, I love anime. They're like, you, you ever see this? I was like, nope. I don't know what you even said. Yeah, I, I was so like, like, but I just saw all of Sailor Moon last summer. <laughs> I am like, like, do you like anime? I'm like, I like um, Pokemon. Yeah, and yeah. they're like, do you like anime? I'm like, I like Speed Racer. Speed Racer is cool. And I was like, I like. Um, the Boondock Saints, like not Boondock Saints, the Boondock, yeah, the which Boondocks. is like anime but like American version, yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know, everything else, not really. And like, why? Yeah. I'm like, I never can get into Dragon Ball Z. Oh, see, I loved Dragon Ball I Z. Couldn't like, do it. I couldn't do it. Like, I'll I'll watch that same fight for three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't, can't do it. Everyone's always like, who would win a fight, this guy or Superman? I'm like, that guy needs 18 episodes to charge up. <laughs> Superman would just chop him in his box. The best, the best meme I've ever seen was definitely Goku would give Thanos all six Infinity Stones just so he would get stronger. And I was like, whoever made that definitely has watched all of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. But Goku only needs fucking eight seasons to get charged. Oh up. yeah, he, well, I mean, he would have to find the Infinity yeah. Stones. Like then he would have to train. Like he would have <laughs> fought Thanos one time, went back, trained for another two seasons, then went back and maybe fought him. And now that, yeah. that we'd be dead by then. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> like I won. That's because you lived longer. Yeah, it doesn't mean you're stronger. <laughs> you, you just outlived him because <laughs> yeah, you sat in a chamber for three, uh, three, yeah. three, three seasons. Um, yeah, I just couldn't do it. Um, Anything else you want to you want to get out there? You want to plug? Talk about? Um, we have a new EP coming out, which probably by the time this all gets like done with and everything, hopefully it will be out or be getting ready. What are you releasing it? Um, we're gonna try to release it the first week of January. So I'm gonna put this out January sixth. Okay, so you're gonna be like first episode of the new year. Okay, yeah. yeah. So hopefully, like fingers crossed, it will be out. If not by then, it will be out in January. It's called cool. it's called Bonjour. It's coming out on Dirty Scoundrel Record Collective, and um, besides that, we're writing a new record. We're cool. gonna start writing it. So, well, uh, what is your some of your inspiration for the record? Like when it comes to, like the idea where you're coming from, your mind state. Um, there's definitely gonna be. Political songs on it, but not necessarily like such straightforward politics like in mm-hmm. the news. More like when I was writing the record, I was trying to write it from the point of view of someone that lives in our area. They live in this um, more blue collar town. What drives me crazy when people it, are just as poor as me and uh, they buy into a system that's not made for them. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a lot. That's a lot of who the fuck are you cheering for, bro? Yeah, like they don't care about us. We're both poor. Yeah, I'm like, cool. Can we? You think we? I always my favorite thing to ask is, do you think we should have free healthcare? Fuck no. Why would I want to pay for that? 
You pay for shit that you don't even need. Yeah. Like, I have no... Like, I will walk up to a charity box and throw fucking 20 bucks in before you tax me 20. That's going to go to a politician's pocket. Yeah. If you take my fucking hundred some dollars a paycheck and I can get free health care and so can my neighbor, yeah. I will take that choice all day long. Yeah. And that's more where I think we're, we're writing from that perspective of, like, um, just like, you know, we've like we've all grown up in this mm-hmm. this area that's whether or not there's rich people or not in it like it's a low income area like yep. like when i i remember when we played chicago and we have this one song called welcome to hell and it's about like it's about working at the old kmart and um i made you know, i went off on some tangent cuz we were in chicago and i was like this this song goes out to like the dudes in the Sears Towers. Thanks for making a bunch of people lose their jobs. Because a lot of the people that worked at that store, like they were like family to me. Like, and they've worked there for years and years. Like, like some of them literally like started working there and retired from there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they they just they closed down, and then those people didn't have jobs anymore. And it had nothing to do if you were a Democrat or a Republican. It's just like, yeah, we're closing the store, and I'll tell you from. Ex- like working at that store like there was no reason that store should have closed down we were in top at never less than the top three in our region we were going up against like philly stores and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. people in philly aren't shopping at the kmart i mean i'm sure there's people in philly shopping at kmart but they're probably also shopping at the goodwill yeah you know so it's not not like that there's no reason that mall shouldn't have succeeded no no and like that mall they just want to put money into it mm -hmm. they want to fix the roof yeah, yeah, no, the roof was definitely and, like a and huge then, problem, and they wanted to pay. They wanted businesses to pay triple the rent to be there. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's more where, Agreed. but yeah, yeah. And like some kid came up to me and he was in tears and gave me a hug and was like, "Yeah, my dad lost his job, you know." And like you know that re- that song really hit home and stuff. And I was like, "This, like this is happening everywhere. Like it's not just Schuylkill County." So like we're tr- I'm trying to write from the perspective of. What I know, yeah, because I'm not the like I'm not the best at knowing the inside of politics. Mm-hmm. Like I just I know what I see, I know what I believe in, and as like a basis. But yep. like I don't I don't know senators' names, I don't know governors' names. Yeah. Like unless they're really it in the news. Sucks when, it's, it sucks when people have to rely on other poor people to to get yourselves out of a bad situation. Like mm-hmm. a, like GoFundMe is mm-hmm. a great idea. Yeah. But you can't rely on other poor people to help you get out of a situation when the rich yeah. people are not willing to help you. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> for example, I'm not, and this is not me putting anyone down, but um, there's that Nosy Ass is a Possible page. You ever see it? I've I've heard of it. I've never been on it. Like, I always kill me here. It's all right. <laughs> um, but it's it's it could be one of the most toxic places uh-huh. on social media, and. Uh, like where people just judge other people, uh, other people, they'll take a picture of somebody and be like, "Oh, look at this dirt ball." Yeah, I'm like, that could be you. Like, yeah. that could be any one of us on a bad day. Um, yeah, I've definitely have like ran to Walmart in like you know in an outfit. I hope no one ever sees me yeah. in. and because uh, you need like something dumb. Yeah, like maybe you need a Christmas card. Yep. <laughs> but uh, and then you have like a situation where like um, Colleen gets mm-hmm. hit by a car. Mm-hmm. Just walking home and gets hit by a car. Her, her and her family can't afford that. And I'm yeah. think, and I and I said in the page, I'm like, there's th- almost four thousand people that follow this page. Yeah, and you just come on it every day to see negativity. Yeah, this is your opportunity as a human being. 
if because we're all we're all in the same boat. We're yeah. all we're all paycheck to paycheck. But realistically, ten twenty dollars, uh-huh. we, we will piss that away every weekend at a bar. Oh yeah, we'll piss that away at a retail store buying stuff we don't need. Hmm. If if four thousand people are willing to put twenty dollars to one person, uh-huh. like. You can spread wealth around and help other people out. Oh yeah, you can change someone's life. If if, if four thousand people do one dollar each, mm-hmm. we can change each other's lives. Yeah. But we are all programmed to hate each other because we listen to the top. Yeah, and the tops like like politicians will be like, oh, we're gonna take away um, free lunch. We're gonna take away, you know, Planned Parenthood places. We're gonna take away this. We're gonna take away that. And we fight over it as the poor people and say, "Well, no, I need that or I want that." And then the other, uh-huh. and then and then one side believes, "No, you don't need that because you're a fucking you're a slob and you're 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 sucking up our our you know our funds when it should be going to other things." Yeah. And realistically, none of those rules or laws apply to the rich people. Oh no. Because if a rich person's daughter needed to get an abortion, we would never know about it because he would hire someone and it would happen and would, it would it, and, and yeah. it, so if they made it illegal for us, it wouldn't apply to them. If one of their if one of their kids or one of them got caught with a DUI or a drug possession, we don't even know about it. Oh yeah. It just gets swept under the rug, but we get put in jail for it. Like we don't live on the same standards as the people that we elect and put in office to to run our country. We live on different standards. Yeah. And they set the standard for us for how we should live our life. And and push and and then we fight each other on and, and judge each other and it's yeah. just it's just an ass backward system. Yeah, no, it's definitely it, it's a it's a and I don't trust either politician. Like I don't trust a Democrat or re- I think it's a broken system. Because, oh yeah, the whole thing is yeah. like you just don't know because everyone there's I mean not to go on a tangent or anything, but yeah. like it's not even those people. No, like like you're you're a billboard. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yep. You're just a. You're, and it you're doesn't a, matter like what politician it is. Like they're they're all a billboard for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just I just wake up every day and try to be. I try to just make my inner circle better. Yeah, because yeah. I, they're, they're, I mean, if I can stretch out law for like, I just try to make a ripple in a pond. Eventually, my ripple starts off as one circle, and then it travels to two, and then travels to three. And if I just keep making enough positive influxes, mm-hmm. then it can spread and, and it takes a long time but it just you keep fighting at it it's so easy to become negative it's so easy to become depressed it's so angry to be, easy to become angry yeah it takes a lot more willpower to be a positive person and look yeah. at other people and say like you can look at any situation and be like this guy just got arrested for a DUI or a drunk charge or got arrested with possession or is, is addicted to heroin and we could turn around and be like ugh but if you step out of that for one second and be like alright let me understand why that person is there. Yeah, and let's help that person out. Yeah, and like being in being in like the folk punk scene and stuff like that. Like I've definitely I've talked to my fair share of people like that are you know like on heroin and stuff. And every time, like I myself have never had like a drug habit, like mm-hmm. you know, and I'm lucky for that. Yeah, and I like it, it drives me crazy when for someone who's I've never been addicted to anything, uh-huh. but I've talked to people who have. And, and I've they seen can, people that have. No you one can never, ever tell me why they did it. Exactly. And if you have never been so dependent or addicted on something in your life, you don't speak about it. You yeah. can't. You can't because you've you know, never walked a mile in that person's shoes. Like I've I've asked so many kids, like and their their kids are way younger than yeah. me. Like even when I asked them and I was younger, and like I'm just like so like and it's honestly an innocent question like no judgment i was trying to get them to and i don't know if they felt it that way but i was always like what made you decide to do that and like they can't ever tell me besides like they got sad yeah like and like you know shit went south and and that's how they ended up on it because if you go to a doctor and you say hey doc um 
I have terrible thoughts and I'm really depressed and I'm sad and I'm thinking bad things. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Uh, we're going to put you in 5P for a week. Yeah. And then when you come out, you're going to be generally stigmatized by your peers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So do I take a medication or do I be honest with a doctor uh-huh. or do I just try to figure it out myself and some people can figure it out and some people can't and some yeah. people turn to things they shouldn't have turned to? Yeah. It's it's sad. It's very sad. Like I, I understand I understand 5P is there to help people, but yeah. we as a society look at someone who goes to try to get help yeah. as an outcast or a freak or someone who yeah. doesn't belong in our in our society. Mm-hmm. But they did the right thing by getting the help they needed. Yeah. And I'll admit, like I I went I went to 5P when I was younger and um I was in high school still and like when I came back like most of my friends were fine with mm-hmm. me you know and like you know like they they still talked to me but there was definitely people that like didn't talk to me anymore or like weren't allowed to talk to me anymore mm-hmm. and like it 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 was a it's a weird thing and I mean like you're a kid you don't like I mean now I could kind of wrap my head around it. I was like oh yeah there was a stigma to it I understand and realistically those parents were yeah. probably the ones who overheard through other parents that you went to five P and then uh. told their kid to stay away from you because you went to five P yeah yeah and like but not, like me, not to it, fucking comfort you and and be your friend when you come back and give you the support you need uh-huh. they told you they told their kid yeah to like don't cast you yeah don't talk to and like you know like I grew up and I was a weird kid already and like mm-hmm. like I've always kind of you know. I've been lucky that, like, you know, I had a really supportive mom and, like, you know, she taught me to stand on my own two feet. But there was, like, it was definitely, like, even as someone that wasn't, like, was able to think like that and be, like, you know, stand up for myself. Like, it was still, like, oh, like, they're not my friend anymore. That's weird. Mm-hmm. And then I was just, like, I, don't, I wonder why they're not my friend anymore. Yeah. So. It sucks, man. I, I, when people always talk about, like, you know, it's like a, someone goes and shoots up a school or someone kills themselves at a high school level and you're like and they're like oh that's so tragic uh, too bad we didn't see the signs you they're the fucking signs are there yeah you just choose to ignore them mm-hmm. and you choose, choose to ignore them <clears throat> i if you if you cannot if you're around a kid and you can't see that kid's going through something and you yeah. just can't reach out to be like yo buddy are you good yeah yeah you solid yeah like it, it only it doesn't take much to make someone's day it no. really doesn't it, it, and it just it, it could only be just like hey man like i love you yeah like, i love you is such a weird stigma especially like and i know there's like the whole male toxic thing and toxicity yeah. but it's a that's a legit thing too like yeah. you be a man you don't like yeah. fuck that like i'll tell my best friend i don't care if you're a guy or a girl like hey yeah. man i love you have a good night yeah you like i mean? remember i think the first person i like because i started telling my friends that like you know when i get thrown because like you know like we you live in know. our area you never know and like it doesn't always have to be something sad like someone could just get hit by like a car yeah and like you know that's 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 a thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I remember I told my first friend and he was like, he's like, why'd you say that? And I was like, cause I don't know the next time I'm going to talk to you. He's like, yeah. well, I'm going to see you tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Dude, that's why every <laughs> time, like I know some people, it weirds them out. And if I do weird you out, I'm sorry. But like, <laughs> if you're truly friendly, like, like when you get up at the table tonight yeah. and you leave, I'm fucking hugging you goodbye, man. Yeah. Is, cause like, I, I think that, a hug is super important, man. Like, it, yeah, it does. It, it releases some endorphins to be like, oh, yeah. shit, like this person is genuinely like because you can't fake a hug. And if no. you, when you fake a hug, you're like, oh, what the fuck was that bullshit? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, and I don't know. It's just it's just it's just so easy to be negative And just yeah. we'll end on that note. Just be positive with each other. Support one another. Um, support music, arts, it's all there. There's so mm. much cool stuff in our area, and this is another example of it by you sitting down and, and talking to us yeah, about I your appreciate art and your it, craft. Definitely. Man, it was fun. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. We had a, we had a beer or two. We bonded. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, there we go. And we got to get you back with the full band next time. Hell yeah. Sound good?
Sounds good. All right, man. Well, that'll do it for interviews with everyday people. Um, check out the links below for everything we talked about. Um, if you did make it this far, just please hit that like and subscribe button, whatever you're listening to on. If you are listening to the audio only and there's a uh, place where you can write a review, um, please do so. It definitely helps us out because when more reviews go in and more um, follows or subscribes go in, it puts me in a different tier where more people can see my content, um, especially on YouTube. So if you made it this far and you enjoyed it, please hit that button. Help me out. Um, check the links below. You can find his music and and you can also support our uh, our merch page and get a cool T-shirt like one of these. If you're audio, you're not seeing this, but this is uh, one of our cool T-shirts. So, all right, take it easy, guys. I'll talk to you next time. Just living my life. Just living my life. Just living my life. It's my time. Just living my life. Just living my life. Just living my life. It's my time. Athletic at the peak of my life. Slipped a couple times. I was speeding on ice. Never took a risk. Then you cheating your life. You never took a risk. Then you cheating your life. It's a hole in my heart. Probably never be filled. And part of me thinks it'll never be healed. I lost some of my family to the dope. Overflow my mind with positive vibes. That's how I cope. They ask if I stop, I tell them no. Speak foul on my name. Clean your mouth, that was soaked. I'm crying right now while I'm writing this shit. I'm dying inside just from fighting this shit. Amidst all the darkness, I see light in this bitch. Give me one small spark and I'm igniting this bitch.